Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Heart is a Muscle podcast. What are we talking about today, Joseph? Today, we are discussing the sacred boot. The sacred boot. This is going to be a real fun one with lots of sillies, a little bit of serious, but... A lot of boobs. A lot of boobs. Yeah, if you count up how many boobs we say, it's a boop and a lot. <laughs> boop and a half. Boop and a half. So enjoy and have some fun. Boop. Boop. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. We just got the mic totally perfectly positioned, so now we should both sound exactly the same. Exactly the same. Volume. Volume. <laughs> Okay, sorry. That was a, a pause intentionally. We were staring each other down to see who would crack first. <laughs> this is going to be a fun and silly one, which is needed because fun and silly is super duper important for everybody. Yeah, we're talking about the magic of the boop. The magic of the boop. Now let us enunciate. The boop is boop. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's fun to say. And the boop can also go along with a gentle poke to a tender part. <laughs> to the nose. To the nose or the forehead. Yeah, or the tummy Or sometimes. the tummy. <laughs> and you have to say boop. Yeah. <laughs> I think dogs are the ones who first invented and mastered the boop. The boop. Yeah. With their nosies. Yeah. Exactly. But we've adopted it as a uh, kind of a reset mechanism sometimes. Yeah. That's when our parents are taking life a little too seriously. We just give them a boop. Give them a boop. Although sometimes, <laughs> like, you gotta be careful when you give the boop sometimes because sometimes it makes the parents even more angry. Well. But then they're yeah. like, oh, fuck, you made me angry. Like, you got the reaction you wanted out of me. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, but parts in the middle of uh, speaking its truth and you're like, hey, boop! <laughs> Yeah, that's not good. But, you know, once a part's said its, said its piece, and it's like, all right, well, you can be like, aw, you ready for a boop? And you're like, yes, I am ready for a boop. Yeah. There is <laughs> some real magic in a well-timed boop. Yes. And it is another tool that people in a relationship can use to uh, share positive energy or just reset the energy yep. of a whatever. Yeah. Give it a little bit of silly. Yeah. And I think even just the metaphor of the boop is so helpful to have. If you're like me, you're always focusing on the thing that's wrong or the next thing that you need to fix or need to heal or whatever. Like, you gotta get some boops in there if you want to keep going. If you if you want to yeah. make life worth living, really. On my side, if you're always judging everything and dissatisfied with how things go and seeing only the the negative side of what's going on, a boop can really turn that on its head and be like, you know what? It's okay. Yeah. We'll make it through. <clears throat> yep. I was on a hike today and I was, a hike is where I think a lot of my boop thoughts, like they come to me and I'm like, oh yes. Thank you. <laughs> but I had one, oh man, maybe I should read it. You should read it. Okay, I wrote it down. Um... Pause while she looks up. All right, her. no, I got it. I wrote down, um, healing is hard. It's deep and it rocks you. It gets so serious. The cycles seem never ending. And honestly, love, that's because they are never ending. The point is never to stop the cycles, to stop the waves. The point is to learn to ride them. Hanging loose as you're going down in a crash is doing it right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like... Life's hard sometimes, but not always. Not always. Not always. And it's okay to enjoy the not always part. Like, it's okay to enjoy the parts of life that aren't that hard. It doesn't all have to be so, so serious. Yeah. Life has definitely got plenty of serious waiting for you on the other end of uh, a little serious break. Um, but yeah, especially when you're in relation... A lot of shit can pile up and get real serious real quick. 
and just make it difficult to communicate, difficult to relate. What else, Bebe? Well, you just kind of lose yourself in the minutia of what still needs to be fixed. Like, you forget that you're this human being that is here to enjoy yourself yeah. and connect. And you just get caught up in the heaviness of it all. And I'm not saying to totally ignore the heaviness because that has its place for sure, but so does play. Yeah. Yeah, the boop is a, is a call to play. It's a call to play. Yeah. Yeah. Or just a, like, let down your burden. Right. Let me boop your burden away. Let me boop your burden away. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And the boop can be really tender, too. It usually is pretty tender, yeah. yeah. I'll give you a little boop over yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of like, oh, I, like I see you, and I've got you, mm-hmm. so it's safe to boop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Where do you go with the boop? Well, here's where I, here's what just popped into my head. Um, it's, especially in relationships, like, how do you still play together? Or how do you play together still? How do we play together still? Because I think if it stops becoming playful or, like, if it just becomes heavy and hard all the time, that's not fun for anybody. Indeed. Play is one of those, it's kind of underappreciated, uh, don't you think? Yeah, because it goes against everything that capitalism teaches us. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> Do tell. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't it obvious? <laughs> I don't know. Capitalism is all about like producing and doing and everything has a purpose and you're always being judged on... Like, how well you fit into categories based on Mm -hmm. your gender or your profession or whatever. It's like, play is judged out of us. Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah. Because, let's be serious, everybody. None of us are really true adults besides the fact that we have to, like, uphold all the responsibilities that... We carry with That's us. That's right. We're all a bunch of little children just wanting to like have fun and like feel good and experience Connect with life. each other. Yeah. Experience each other. Yeah. Experience the wonder of life. Oh my God. <laughs> Speaking of that. So yeah. So this weekend we went over to your friend's house and who has a kid mm-hmm. and he, um, his son kept recruiting me to like play, um, Spider-Man. <laughs> well, it was kind of like dolls in the dollhouse. I was like, yeah, yeah. hell yeah. I, it was so funny. I was like, wow, this is a very progressive family. There was two yeah, dads and a mom. <laughs> I know. I heard you talking about that, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, well, awesome. That's right on. Yeah. Um, and he was like, yeah, yeah, can you play with me, though? Like, can you, can you like, play with me? Because I just hate to play by myself. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he kept repeating that, like, I just hate to play by myself. Like, I don't like playing by myself. Like, oh, can man. you please play yeah. with me? And my heart, I was like, oh, I'm, oh. Like, there was me part too. of me. There was, well, <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of hard because as a child, I always played by myself. And in some ways, I preferred it. In yeah. some ways, I still prefer to play by myself. But there are definitely parts of me that are like, yeah, like when when you play with me or when we create together or something, it's like, oh my god! Like I forgot how to play with other yeah. people. Yeah, I mean, I was very similar as a child too. Like I played by myself because all I had was myself, because I lived out in the sticks. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, being able to play with others is like a kind of a ground rule for being in relationship because how many different ways do we play with each other when we're in a relationship even if it's like not a romantic relationship like joking and like teasing even flirting mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff it's all play yeah it is and like we do all that stuff together mm-hmm. and the boop is a call for that the boop is yeah like an invitation for more play to come right. again yeah 
I mean, like we had mentioned, dogs are the best at the poop. Because dogs love to play. Yeah. And they love connection. And so, if you are a dog owner, or even a cat owner, cats are pretty good at the boop, too. Cats do the head boop. Yeah. Oh, they totally do. Yeah. <laughs> Animals, especially cats and dogs, love to play and love to connect. They know how to boop. And so, they can, like, tell when you need a boop, and they'll just come and give you a boop with their little wet nosies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can do that for each other. Yeah. You can even do it with your own little wet nosy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, back to the thing about I just hate playing alone, hate playing Mm -hmm. by myself. I'm like, isn't that what our hearts are really saying to each other when we're in relationship with somebody? Yeah. It's like in this life that we're randomly in here together at the same time in the same space, like, will you play with me? Yes. So much yes. Yeah. I mean... It may not seem like that because it's so easy to take relationships of as like this life or death thing of, you know. Because that's where all your trauma happens is in relationship. That's <laughs> where your trauma trauma comes out, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what. Well, that's where it happens in relationship to begin with, and it just gets perpetuated right. in future yeah. relationships. That reminds me. I think that was something you said like early on when we were getting to know each other. You were like. Yeah, your shadow, like, comes out in relationship. That's, like, the best place for it. And I was like, damn, too soon. Like, yeah, I know, but... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Yeah, that's what what it's like to date me, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was was very uh, profound words, because I was like, oh, shoot, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, like, relationship stuff can get really heavy sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, that's not bad. Like, it's okay if it does sometimes, but also remember the other side of life. Remember, like, I don't know, that things don't, they don't have to be so heavy all the time. Mm-hmm. And it took, it took my parts a really long time to accept that, actually, mm-hmm. because they were really afraid of play and afraid of being happy. Yeah. Because that's like a thriving yeah. like mindset. <laughs> that's a, that's also a childlike mindset. And a lot of the trauma happened when we were just carefree playing and stuff. So it it's taken like my parts trusting me enough to play again. Yeah. Because it's like the judgment part in my own mind, the judgment part has to step back in order for my parts to play. That's a very, like, thought-provoking way of saying that, too, because, like, play is kind of this, like, judgment-free zone, if there ever is a thing, of, like, whatever goes, goes. Let's just see where it goes. There's no evaluating. There's no, like, there's nothing it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's usually when play, like, turns sour, when you're like, nah, that's not how we play this game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but like, even when, I mean, that's somehow, sometimes hard when like, um, actual games with rules, like, can get really heavy when you're just like, oh man, like, all I'm doing is being judged on my performance right now. This is no fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like. And like, all I'm doing is judging myself on my performance. Yeah. So. Yeah. A lot of what I've realized is like, between play and judgment and a lot of our problems, are about relationships, our relationship with ourselves and different parts that come in. Right. For instance. For instance. (laughs) Yeah, for instance, also on my hike today, I was vibing high. Vibing high. I, this song, it was, it's like a rendition of Dancing in the Moonlight came on and I was just vibing to that song. And then it was so strange. It was like, I saw an image of like a door, a shadow door opening and like this father figure peering through the door and all of a sudden my fun part or my play part just felt so ashamed and humiliated. Oh wow. Yeah. It was like, 
Yeah, so it's like I have this like fun shaming part that's inside of me that's like it just shuts it down if it gets too much. Aww. Yeah, and so I was like, oh man, that's super fascinating. That was super fascinating to like be aware of in my own self that that mm-hmm. happened. Um, and I like I don't know exactly what that's about. I have some theories, but that's not the time to get into them. But it's more about like yeah, how my parts have had to. Um, I don't know, like find play anyway, like a safer version of play. Mm-hmm. Under yeah. under the rule, because I have this part of me that's like gonna come in and shame me if I let myself have it too much if I play too much mm-hmm. and so I realized there's like one of the ways that that I have channeled my need for play is through intensity like my really intense part is like she's like a warrior she's like you know she's walking through hell with like I don't know the power of love she's just like unbothered she's like fuck yeah this is me like I'm super powerful I can get through anything and she has got me through a lot of stuff but that intensity of like going to the edge of myself or always being on the frontier of something or like a mission that is how I've channeled play in my system because my judging part doesn't really like it'll allow that without shaming it yeah it's good yeah so yeah I remember as a little kid having something very similar where it's just like ooh I can like have fun as long as nobody sees so that they can't like tell me I'm wrong wow isn't that right yeah yeah so yeah because I always remember it was one of those things like you'd be playing along and they'd be like oh shit like someone's coming like I need to be like a good kid now yeah what is up with that I mean well I think one of the things that that like inspires in me is just this idea that play is so vulnerable well yeah and play a lot of the times is like not allowed yeah like it seems like there's a window where you're allowed to play because like um I don't know you don't know any better and then eventually it's just like okay time to quit playing uh-huh. You know? Yeah. It's going to, like, chew you up and spit you out if you keep playing. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's exactly what... Whatever part was in that shattered door... Or shadowed door, that's exactly what it was saying to me. hmm Which is kind of bullshit, because, like... You know, we don't live in, you know, a war-torn, like... Dystopia... Where it's like, yeah, the machines are hunting us. <laughs> I imagine there's not a lot of time for play there. But, like, you can take an afternoon and go have fun and just really enjoy it. Yeah. And, like, that should not be a crime. And that's one of the things that super duper bums me out about, like, the whole idea of entrepreneurship and, like, owning your own business. So it's just like... Fun, forget about it. You need to get in there and grind 24-7. Otherwise, someone else is going to come and grind past you, and you can fucking suck it. Yeah. And it's just like, no, that's the opposite. Like, you need to enjoy the journey. And, like, enjoy what you're doing. Otherwise, you're just going to grind yourself into dust. Yeah. And then, yeah, somebody will pass you who actually enjoys what they're doing. Who enjoys what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Like, play is actually the endurance. Yeah. And the real self-sabotage is not giving yourself enough of it. And I mean... that's how you burn yourself out. It's no different in a relationship. If you're just like, oh yeah, like, we have to be real super serious about this and like, you know, we... You have to be, play your role and I have to play my role and like, if we fall with that, you know, outside that, then, you know, we're gonna end up in ruins and it's gonna be your fault and then it'll be my fault and like... Yeah. It's like, no, just chill out. That's right. Enjoy, like, the process of learning, experiencing, and growing. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I was feeling, like, this weekend when we had we'd smoked a bowl or something, and I was just coloring in my coloring book, and I was like, I am living the life right now. 
Like, it's so fun to have a place where we're going and where we want to go. But it's also so fun to be here right now. Yeah. Like, the journey is... We've made it fun. Yeah, I mean, fun is also one of those things that kicks off creativity. Yes. Like, you, you can't be creative if you're, like overwhelmed by like the stress of responsibility like then you just get these this like real bullshit like (laughs) result whereas like if you want true creativity and true innovation and true like groundbreaking thought like you gotta play yeah yeah and I wonder if that's because when you play like the, the judging parts of yourself step back and so play is like this invitation for new thought yeah without judgment to come which is really creativity yeah i mean how many good ideas have been shot down because someone judged it to be wrong Ugh. i know i think that's a big reason why i'm not even writing my book or why i'm not moving forward <laughs> is because all this judgment yeah be gone with you judgment let me boop you away. Yeah, my judgment needs a boop. Yeah. I was imagining on my hike, I was imagining like my judging parts. I was seeing through the eyes of my play parts, and they were imagining my judgment parts being like, you know those those goofy guys with uh, like the big fluffy black hats that guard the royal palace. Oh yeah. That just like can't smile or anything. Yeah, like royal guard. <laughs> yeah, I was imagining myself like making faces at them and shit and. <laughs> Like, playing with yeah. them, and my judgment parts were like, we did not approve of this. I was going to say, yeah, don't poop those guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that was like, that's kind of what it's like in my mind sometimes. Like, I have these parts that are so serious all the time. And then I have these, like, really little girl parts that just want to, like, boop. Mm-hmm. So, when and how to apply the boop. So... I don't know, the boop can sometimes just, like, bring itself around of, like, you're just so stressed and you just, like, have that moment of kind of, like, release where you're just like, ah, fuck all this. Yeah. You know what? This isn't worth it. And then, like, you kind of get that, like, who wants to go do something fun? That's kind of the boop, like, That's the boop energy, yeah, that's right. And, like, when you feel that essence in your or that energy in your partner like would they like sit down after like a rant or something and are just like oh, man that's when you can just cuddle up next to them and give them a little boop uh-huh. just a little boop boop with your nose a little nosy boop yeah and be like I hear you boop yeah <laughs> cause like the boop in itself is just so silly it'll bring a smile and it might bring some tears, and it might bring some laughs, but, like, it resets the energy. It kind of, it brings tenderness back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, now let me ask you this. Okay. Um, what if you're in a good mood and your partner's not in a good mood? Then you need to smack him in the face and say, stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, case in point, when you picked me up from the hike. Yeah, so I was in a real grumper mood when I picked you up from the hike. Um, I mean, it goes with kind of the same mentality of, like, you can't use the boob to, like, avoid or, like, circumvent parts. Right. To, like, try to suppress them. Right. Yeah. You know, if you're in, like, a super good mood and then your partner picks you up and is, like, all pissed off because of this and that, like... It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to now be in a pissed off mood, but hold some space. Like that's right. Yeah. Your your partner's reaching out to you with their complaints because they need something. Usually, it's just a need to be heard and like some sort of connection. Some sort of connection and yeah. like when I I mean it, for me, it's it's kind of a natural thing to feel that energy shift of like. We've crested this peak of grump, and now we're kind of looking back on it. And that's when, like, it's time for a hug and a boop. Mm-hmm. To be like, yeah, look at all that shit down there. That's a real bummer, but, 
you know, we've got this other side of the hill. We can go down now. Let's hold hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I think that there's like a certain amount of validation needed for those parts that are grumpy or that, right. yeah, are feeling things. Yeah, I mean, it's not so much a like, oh yeah, what you said is right. It's a yes, what you're feeling is worth feeling. Mm-hmm. And I'll hang in here with you, right? As you feel that, like you don't have to feel this alone. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're grumpy, who knows what you say. You say a lot of, like, just grumpy, judgmental stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, you know, we ran into my buddy on the way across the street, and that was kind of a boop in itself of just Uh like, oh, hey, it's you. Like, how the hell have you been? (laughs) Totally. Um, And that can kind of, you know, reset the mood, too. And the boop's not a cure-all. You know? No, it's not a cure-all, but it is a subtle reminder that, I don't know, to come back to presence, like, is in mm-hmm. this moment, you're okay. Right. In this moment, you're okay. In this moment, you are okay. And the boop wants to just... I, I imagine the boop is like... Kind of a big, fluffy, like, um, I don't know, Sesame Street character or something. It's just like, okay, I hear you, somebody's kind of (laughs) grumpy. Let's hear what's going on. And then they just, like, give you a big shaggy hug, and you're like, thanks. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I love that. Mm Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, if you can have a part inside of you that just does that to you all the time, that'd be really helpful. Yeah, I mean, you can self-boop. There's nothing wrong with a good old self-boop every once in a while, too. It's necessary for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because it... I can get so serious. Yeah. We've been trained to be so serious. so personally and so, yeah, serious about things. Right. Got a lot of serious parts in there. And, like, this isn't a hate on serious parts because... Serious parts make shit happen. And shit needs to happen. But the serious parts can so easily get lost in themselves. Right. Where it's just like, oh, the the slippery slope. <laughs> the slippery slope becomes slippery. When your, your judgmental parts or your, like, get it done parts or your, like, you know, gotta grind parts are like, we gotta grind or else. Uh-huh. And if we don't do that... Then, then, or else. And if we don't do that, then this will be or else. Right. And you start looking you know, way too far in the future. Dude. Yeah. And then before you know it, like, you're looking up whether you have colon cancer on WebMD, which it'll tell you you do. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You, sound like, you seem like you've been there. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. But I've been around people who are just like, yeah, and like, I have this, this thing in my throat, and it's kind of itchy, and I looked it up. And I think I have throat cancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, uh, I don't think you have throat cancer. Yeah. But maybe you need to chill for a minute, so. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the boob can definitely help you avoid or get your grounding while you're sliding down the slippery slope. Totally. Yeah, it's like, it stops the momentum. It's a momentum stopper. Mm -hmm. A momentum shifter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, I feel like we've introduced a big old boop in our lives with um, our book that we're writing or creating. Yeah, I mean... Or whatever we're doing there. I love it. Tell us more. We are... Last night, you guys, we just got on our own, like, shared Google Docs, and we were typing away on on this, like, book idea. Well, I had, I started it back in, like, eighth yeah, grade. Yeah, give it away. Yeah, I'll just say, I started it back in eighth grade, and it's evolved a lot since then. And then I kind of started telling Joseph about it, and he was like, I don't know, we've, we're co-creating this entirely new thing. But, man, is it interesting. It's like a story. Yeah. It's like... A whole world we're creating together. It's basically Game of Thrones times a thousand. So Times a thousand. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I wouldn't have compared it to Game of Thrones, but maybe. 
everyone knows Game of Thrones by now. Yeah. And they can imagine something 10,000 times better than that. <laughs> yeah, it's but the the thing is, it's so fun creating that with you. Yeah. It's definitely like we were saying like the the boop and play and all that kind of stuff. It it just brings up that energy to create and makes because this is sometimes what I run into where it's like I have the the drive to like create something but then you get to like the process and you're like ugh fuck Same. this like oh, oh man Same. like oh blah, I can't like I don't anything do but this, anything but this. <laughs> versus if you kind of come at it with like you know a playful adventure that you two are going to go on each other then it kind of just starts to trickle out on its own and then before mm-hmm. you know it it's like a happy little babbling brook of creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it's really been. I like. It, I think it it is so fun for so many of my parts because that's some of the most connecting experiences. We're playing imagination things with other people, and I haven't done that. I mean, for a couple yeah. of decades, probably. I mean, since I was in elementary school. Who hasn't played that game as a child? Yeah. Like. Let's go on an adventure. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, like, for some, my one of my parts is asking, like, is there anything better than having this uh, wild place in your imagination that you're actually connected to the other person? Like, the other person is there, too, and they're yeah. adding more shit to it, and I'm in your imagination, and you're in my imagination, and we're just kind of, like, imagining we, this yeah. thing together. We were deep in it. We had some... some Juicy ideas flowing. We did. That was that's so fun. So we're teasing this together. out. Give it a few months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I I think even the it's not even about the result of whatever this ends up being. Right. It becomes about like this is us playing together, and that in and of itself is worthy of our time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the thing of, like, if you are trying to discover some new, like, talent or whatever and are just not making it happen, you got to give it a boop and find the the boopiness within it. Like, I think this is something that always was a bummer for me is, like, I've always wanted to play a musical instrument, but, like, man, I have never enjoyed learning to play a <laughs> musical instrument. I hear that. <laughs> And, like, back in the day, I got fairly good at, like, playing songs and, like, being able to recreate songs. And, man, that was a blast. Mm -hmm. But, goddamn, like, I never really got good at, like, the skill. Because I always wanted to fast forward from the learning part and just go to, like, the doing part. I'm with you 100% on that. And so, like, you know, if I would have perhaps put more play behind it or, like... I don't know, trying to incorporate the, mm-hmm. the the play part of learning. Shit. Yeah. Maybe I would enjoy it more. <laughs> yeah, because that's what gives you the endurance to keep going is the play in the process. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that because I'm really struggling with writing my book or like, I, I know I have a course in me. Like, I know there's this next stage of my business that I need to step into, but I'm like, manifesting a part of me is dragging my feet about it and um i well i kind of realized this morning that this part of me that's dragging at my feet is just as well not just but a big part of it is my need for play like it's like yeah we'll get to that but i need to play right now like i have this wild part of me that can only behave for so long mm-hmm. before she's like Okay, that's great. Like, can we take a break now and be a kid again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, that part of me is so wise because that's that, like, unlocks creativity. That unlocks the flow that I'm going to need to step into the, to the rest of my business. Yeah, I mean, that's a part of the reason why this podcast is so fun, too, because we make it playful. Yeah, like, we don't take it know, too seriously. We're it doesn't not, have to be something. We're, I mean, we're talking about a very serious thing and hopefully, you know, giving people meaningful advice that they can use to make their life better, but shit. If this was like, yes, behold, this is Jordan and Joseph's 
105 tips to a better relationship, beginning with number tip number one. Let us begin. Nobody would want to listen to that, and shit, that would take forever. <laughs> yeah, I know, totally. It's like, it's the vulnerability, it's the messiness of it anyway that makes it interesting. Right. And so, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what, I think that's what I was saying is like, there's no getting rid of, of our mess. It's just learning to enjoy the mess that we have more. Yeah. Refine your mess. Yeah. Make your mess your own. Yeah, like, have fun in your mess. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's some other good, like, advice we could give about the boop? Um, I don't, um, I, I just had a thought. Like, yeah. sometimes if, if trauma gets too intense in your relationship, like, maybe have a night where you don't talk about that. Like, where you just stop having those conversations and try having a different conversation, like doing something fun. Scandalous talk here, you're speaking right now. You mean we don't spend all of our time just feeling our feels and, like, being with our trauma? Well, okay, here's the thing with that. <laughs> this, is, this is, like, something I wish I could tell everybody because I'm really figuring it out. I'm just starting to figure it out. But it's like, if you're circling the drain... Always looking <laughs> for your trauma. Always super triggered. Yeah. It's like that is not the person that can that that can heal your trauma. You're mm -hmm. not being the person who can heal your trauma. Like you've got to take a break from that, so you can become your future self who has more space in them to heal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's some real wisdom right there. Yeah. Mm. So it's like that work is necessary, feeling your feelings and all of that. But it's also necessary to embrace the other side of that paradox and boop it out. Mm -hmm. Have have a boop month. Like have a boop week, like whatever it is, just give yourself a boop. Mm -hmm. Let yourself have it because that's how you that's how you shake things up and loosen things up enough to change into who you need to be to, to step into the next phase of your life anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, change happens when, like, you choose a different direction. And like you said, if you're circling the drain, which is such a good analogy, because, man, you can just get hung up in all that garbage. Yeah. And you're towing around the drain. Yeah. To break that, to break that cycle, even for just a night, to be like, everything's fine the way it is, and right. so am I. Yeah, and I've found that through presence of like, in this moment, I'm okay, and through gratitude of like, gratitude is looking for all the ways that love is showing up for me right now. Yeah. And I mean, it it's probably easier said than done, but like relationships can sometimes get in that same circle in the drain totally. where you're both circling the drain just hung up in what's not right what needs this and you know the dog needs to go to the vet and like the siding on the house is peeling boop it out and let all of that wash away so that you can just embrace the like being that you're here with your person for a while yeah that's right yeah and I've got like as you're saying that I was like oh yeah I have these parts and I'm sure I'm sure everybody has these parts but they're afraid of the boot because it's like oh if we let loose then all this shit won't get done and like it's not safe you know what if like if, if there's parts that are um, triggered in a relationship or something like it's not safe to just let my guard down and mm -hmm. play with them or whatever it's like First thing, it can, it can only hurt you if you're afraid of it, really. Mm. So if you get into a place where you believe, like, for tonight, I'm going to try this and I'm going to be just fine, mm -hmm. you will be just fine. But um, secondly, it's a risk. Play is a risk. The boop is a risk. The boop is how you transition from survival mode to thriving. Right. 
And it's a risk that like is worth taking because it's a risk to reconnect either with yourself or with your person. And like, if you're in a spot where that seems risky, then the boop is definitely worth taking that risk because, you know, when we don't, when we fear connection or we fear change, we've gotten our priorities crossed. They're in crossfire right now. And so the boot can can really untangle all that. Yeah. Shoot, when you get too tangled, you can't make heads or tails of what is what you're supposed to be doing. Right. You know? What, what helps and what doesn't help. Yeah. And when you get to that position, you are stuck. Right. And it is you know, that's where having a, a partner who's got a boot locked and loaded whenever needed, can be a lifesaver. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I just thought of a clarification of what is and is not the boop, mm. though. Mm-hmm. So when when I think of the boop, I have this image of, like, tight fists, like, opening up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a slowing down. It's a tenderness. It's a invitational conversation kind of thing. Um and that's different than a boop, uh, let me chug all these beers and oh. like, you know, forget about my life. Right. Like, like that's like, that's in a way kind of like a speeding up to still try to outrun yourself. That's, yeah, that's an outrunning. <laughs> yeah, that's not the boop. Yeah, the boop is a, is a, a deep breath and a sigh. Yeah. Versus like, yeah, let's go on a bender or like, Go out with the boys. Right. So we can like, you know, chase some ass. Yeah. That is a an invitation to speed up so that you can not let your uh-huh. <laughs> trauma catch up with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so that's not what we're promoting here. Mm-hmm. We're promoting like slowing down and softening for a second. The boop is like, soften with me. Mm-hmm. Laugh with me. Like, remember, it's safe to laugh. Right. Yeah. Just that right there, you know. Just make a plaque and put that up. I'm going to tweet that, yeah. actually. That's remember, really it's okay tweet. to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait till after this episode yeah. to tweet it. But... I'll be tweeting our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um... <laughs> So yeah, you know, it, it's kind of interesting because it seems like a lot of our themes eventually kind of head to the same thing of like, take a deep breath, connect with yourself, connect with your person. And the boop is, there's like, we've gone through periods where we haven't had the boop around and it's been kind of shaky. And then like, there's been times where the boop will just like randomly pop into our lives and just well, kind of like giggles. today. Give yeah. us the giggles. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love giggling. With what what was it about today? Well, today the boop kind of came out of nowhere. Like we haven't talked much about the boop for a while. Oh yeah, you just pulled it out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, but I was in such a play state today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, just like it, it comes and it goes. Just like everything. And and also what I've noticed is like sometimes the same thing doesn't work in different situations too. Like whether it's the boob or whether it's feeling your feelings or whatever it is, whatever like dance move of healing you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But what I found with the boob is like when it's time for the boob, it hits hard. In a really good way. And yeah. It like shifts things around and connects you and softens you. A, yeah, a properly placed boob can really make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd encourage you listeners to to play with the boob. Like booping yourself when you notice that you've got a part that's needing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that needs a little lighthearted connection. And then booping your partner. Every once in a while. Every once in a while, (laughs) yeah, and and taking some risks. Because it can also be kind of startling. Like, if there's a part that's really upset and you boop them, and it's like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah, I was taking myself way too seriously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And also the boop can you can throw that in in the middle of fun times too. Yeah. And really just you know turn the yucks up on that. Totally. You know when you're having the giggles or something like that, or you're all snuggled down and like feeling wiggly um, and having fun and just really connecting, and then you. <laughs> I mean, it, even the sound just like brings joy. Yeah. Uh huh. So. The sacred boop. The sacred boop. <sighs> Anything else that. I feel pretty complete with the boop. Yeah. For now. I'd love to hear how other people, like, if, if you're a couple, or even with yourself, like, how you play with other people. Because I feel like as adults, we don't know how to go up to a stranger and just play with them. Yeah. Like, when we were kids, we used to do that all the time. Yeah, I mean, now we do that by, like, being witty. Yeah, I yeah, sure, being witty. Witty or comical. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of, I have definitely, like let's make people laugh parts that I think deep down are just are, are like, well, if I make you laugh, then like you'll pay attention to me and we can have a connection, uh, you know, yeah. or I'll mean something to you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I think just the sensation of playing with somebody else is, I miss that. Yeah. And definitely, I mean, the boop, Yeah, I mean, even if you can't, like, physically play with someone where you're like, oh, hey, throw the frisbee with me, like, even if it is just a conversation of, like, you know, witty banter, be brave and throw the boop in there, like, hey, I heard about this new thing, I'm going to try it out, hold still real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you would not find that, like, funny. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, the boop is an invitation to vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to not like stop pretending like you're such an adult. Yeah, to stop pretending that like connection is meaningless. <sighs> yes. Oh my god. Because I run into this every once in a while when you just, you hear someone who's just like, I can't stand being around people anymore. I just want to go out in the woods and like be by myself or like shit makes sense. And you're like, Oh, man, like, what I'm really hearing from you is that you are, are so alone and so lonely that, like, you can't forge a connection with anybody. And so the only way you feel like you can be safe is to just double down on your own internal connection. Yeah, like, it hurts too much to connect with other people, so, yeah. so like, it hurts less if you pretend like you hate them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. And honestly, I think none of that is true. Yeah, same. Like, as much as I judge people and, you know, try not to talk shit, but I get in my rageful vents. Righteous rage. My righteous rageful vents, like... (laughs) When it kind of comes down to like, oh, okay, well, yeah, let's uh, you know, let's get rid of those people then. And it's just like, well, no, like, <laughs> that's not what I want. I want them to, like, connect with me more or, mm-hmm. like, support me more or, like, be there for me or mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. It always comes back to, like, I have this need for connection and, like, all these people aren't meeting it, so <laughs> uh, I must destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, so I had an example of a boop that I guess I did to myself, but I also did to the random girl in the gym who was wearing pretty much the same oh. outfit as me. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, because I was. some of my parts were like, I don't know, she's pretty and she has like the blonde, I think, I, I don't know, sometimes when I see like pretty blonde girls, I'm like, they're probably they probably don't want to talk to me or something or they're they're they'll probably be like highly mm. offended if I bother them. Dude, I know. Like that's been the story of my life too. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like but so they're a part of me like, oh no, don't do it. Like we're gonna get judged. Because uh, I I wanted to go up to her and say, hey, I like your outfit. Like great outfit because we were fucking matching. 
and but then like so I had some of those parts that were like oh no don't do it and then I had some of those parts that were like you know what like I'm doing this for me and I and I bet like if I were her and somebody came up to me and said that I would be like oh hell yeah like oh and I would go home from the gym thinking oh remember when that girl like came up and said she liked my outfit because we're wearing the same yeah. thing <laughs> yeah so I was like you know what I'm gonna bring that into the world and if that's a problem for her then I guess that's too bad but I'm just gonna assume it won't be and as far as I know like she smiled and stuff and it was fine mm-hmm. so but it's a risk it's a risk to be vulnerable like that yeah to like soften and be tender uh, the tender boob the tender boob yeah yeah so anyway, I think that's about all I have to say about boobs. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the boob, it is a, is a well, I don't know if it's well used. I, I don't know if anybody else really knows about the boob besides us. Animals do. Animals Animals do. know about the boob. And I'm sure couples have their own versions of boobs. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, we so, just call ours pretty on the nose. Yeah, because it is on the nose. It is on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be boop. It can be whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's an invitation to take a deep breath and bring some play back into your day. Yeah. Uh, oh, that rhymed. <laughs> cool. Now I'm feeling pretty good. Um, yeah, thanks for going on this this boopy journey with yeah. me. Yeah, can I boop you? <laughs> sure. <laughs> boop. <laughs> oh, I had to cover when I did that. <coughs> Will you boop me? Yeah. Here it comes. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> all right, See. everybody. Boop to you, too. Yeah, boop to all of you guys. If we could touch you on your little noses, we would. We'd give you a little tiny boop. Yeah. So, take care of each other out there. Baby, thank you for being being you. Thank you for being the boop in my life. Yeah. Aww. Aww. I think we we are solidifying the boop. Mm-hmm. Long live the boop. Long live the boop. <laughs> All right, um, everybody. Well, wow. take care of yourselves out there. Love you guys. Yeah, until next time. Bye-bye. Oh, wait. Oh, that's... (laughs) Wrong mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Heart is a Muscle podcast. If you'd like more information about what we talked about, or if you'd like to know more about the talented Jordan James, you can find her work at... You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, My handle is at JustJordanJames. And my name, Jordan, is spelled with an I-N, so it's J-O-R-D-I-N. So uh, Twitter and Instagram, at just Jordan James. You can also find me on my website, which is jordanjames.com. I also write on Medium quite a bit. So my profile on Medium is at Jordan James. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>